This is Getting Past Subtitles. I am Sean Peel. This is DK Lee. And welcome to week number two of our Neon Genesis Evangelion Rebuild series. Talking about the films exclusively. Uh, Last week, four weeks, four movies. We just finished 1.11 and now we are on to 2.22. This is kind of a fun series for me because Lee, although a weeb, not true weeb just yet, <laughs> as we are, we're trying to get him into that, into this new land of exposure. So last week, I mean, you had mixed feelings for 1.11, I remember, right? Yeah. We didn't feel, we talked about a lot of, I mean, the problem of doing this as a movie, like it doesn't follow a movie structure as far as like being a standalone, mm. right? But it feels, and me too, I also added that it definitely felt like a recap film more than anything. Yeah. And that really kind of had a lot to do with why it didn't feel narratively whole. Um, but with this movie, talking about 2.22, so personally, I'll say this is actually, I think, my favorite of the four. Oh, okay. I think this is my favorite. And then rewatching it again, uh, just to review, um, I definitely kind of solidified that opinion. Um, but also, we kind of agreed, like, off-air, it feels a little more narratively whole compared to 1.11 as well. Yeah. And I'll kind of get into a, a little bit later, but there's, it's like, this movie definitely deviates from the original series quite a bit, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of, like, thematically, it's pretty the same, and some of the scenes are the same, like, particularly with, like, the angel fights, but how it's constructive narratively is pretty off. And this is where we kind of start to see the beginning of Rebuild being a deviation from the original series. And then the next two are like completely different. Mm. But this is like the initial footprint of like setting this new path for this. Yes. So just to go through a couple things. So 2.22 came out in October of 09 in Japan. And then the U.S. didn't get to see it until January of 2011, as as that thematically usually goes for the poor U.S. It was pushed back a release like seven times, I, re- I uh, read. It's like I think originally it was supposed to be in 08 of January, and then just got like delayed, 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 and then was finally released in 09. And that was kind of a similar case that we got with 3.0 plus 1.0. Because they're like, oh, it's going to come out here and then delayed. And then, well, COVID had a lot to do with that as well. So, mm. understandably so. But, you know, it's Anno. So, you can never really, under- never really understand what's going on as far as timeline goes. But, yeah, so 2.22. So, after 1.11 uh, leaves off after the angel fight in which uh, Ray basically kind of saves him with the, the rifle. I think that's like the sixth angel or something like that. Yeah, and so leaves off on that scene, and they kind of start to get closer. 2.22 kicks off um, pretty much shortly after that. Um, in the anime, I forgot what... So it leaves off on 6 in the anime, and I guess 7. I didn't go back to check specifically, but there is... It goes back to the scene where Gendo and Shinji are meeting his wife and the mom. on the In the grave. In the cemetery. Yeah. And there's an episode for that. I don't know if it's... It's probably seven. Um, 
But then that's where it kicks off. But then there's like a prologue where we get introduced to uh, Mari, who's a whole new character for the series. Yeah. And she's like of, I think, British descent technically, but she's kind of like a pilot for Unit 5. She's not in the original uh, she anime. Not, she's, a ri- she's like brand new for mm-hmm. the series. So, yeah. So she pilots Unit 5 in like some base in Russia, I think like it Europe, was. Like Europe unit or something like that. Yeah. The Euro unit or something. Mm-hmm. One of the many nerve facilities yeah. <laughs> around the world. And basically, like the facility is holding the third angel, which they used to like research on. And it goes to like, it's escaping. So, you know, five is deployed and Mari destroys the angel. And then, um, then we get also get introduced to, uh, Ryoji Kaji here as well, who escapes the facility with some sort of secret package, which we learned is like, so <laughs> the key thing. Yeah, the key to the Nebuchadnezzar. Key. The key to Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> it's actually a little different in so in the anime, it's actually Adam, uh-huh. like the the first angel. Um, but here they switch it to like it. It doesn't even like in the anime. It looks like a fetus, uh-huh. like a straight up like human fetus. But here it's like the human nervous system mm-hmm. with like a what is it like a needle at like the a top? USB weird looking thing. Yeah, with the human nervous system in the middle and like, yeah, it's like looking. I. When we go to see the third movie, maybe they'll say something again if I remember. But in this movie, I was like, I don't know why they changed it. Like, mm-hmm. it really didn't make too much sense for me. Um, but yeah, so he's holding that and he delivers it. And then, then we go to the cemetery scene. And then we get introduced to Asuka, yeah. who is the uh, third child. Um, uh, she probably is Unit 2. And... Basically, she's also from European descent. She yeah. is she's German yeah. technically, like Japanese German, and then she defeats the angel that like suddenly attacks, and then she basically joins the crew in Japan. And kind of the movie is, you know, about her fitting into the team, and a lot of bonding between her and Shinji, and Ayanami plays a much bigger role in this movie compared yeah. to the last. It kind of like picks off like the flow of like her and Shinji becoming friends from like the second half of the first film yeah and it like really progresses here also the classmates um toji and kensuke play a larger role now they're like friends friends larger larger nothing (laughs) i was just follow along on the field trip that's basically it (laughs) (laughs) i was interested to see that because i was like off your opinion from the last film and we were arguing because i was like oh but they're friends after that moment you're like but are they and then this movie it's like night and day because yeah, instantly they're now. friends. I'm like, okay, I guess we're just doing this now. <laughs> there, there's no like smooth transition no. to how they're friends. They're just instantly best friends yeah. in class. Um, and so there's that. And then um, then you find out. So like Kaji and uh, Misato have kind of a past. Mm. And um, so like the tri-friendship between him and Misato and also... Um, uh, what's her name? Ritsuko. Ritsuko, as well. So they're like old classmates of each other. Yeah. And so they kind of get together. Um, and so, yeah, so it's pretty much kind of the same format. Um, angel attacks. They all work together, kind of defeat the angel. Yeah. Um, and then sort of the climax and the ending of the movie is when... So each country gets three Avas, essentially. Yeah. And where unit four and five, not five, but... Like four and six or whatever, 
not not even six, but like another few. But basically, four gets destroyed where it's deployed, and then three is also there. But then they take three and they relocate it to Tokyo Three's facility. Well, it's well, Japan is zero, one, and two, right? Right. And then Euro has three and four, and I guess one more. But then they five. They sent they, yeah. they sent uh, they sent Asuka to uh, Japan, right? So they uh, and her Ava as well. So right. technically, it's still under the jurisdiction of the European That's division, right. yeah, which yeah. is why. They, they decommission it. Yeah, they decommission it there. And they're like, oh, we have this other one. Exactly. So we want you to not use this one. Right. And tell her not to use it, yeah. So they give them three to use instead of two. So that's why two yeah. gets decommissioned. And Asuka's like super attached to Avery. She's like, Wah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, simultaneously, like, there's this huge dinner date that's being planned by Ayanami for Shinji and the father, whatever. Yeah. And basically, um, Asuka ditches out in order to test pilot unit three that's about to come yeah and there's an incident that happens like the eva turns into an angel yeah and consumes uh asuka and pretty much all the cans are plant sold and unit one and zero are deployed and basically um misato was there she gets part of she's like in the blast zone essentially yeah so gendo leads the operation and orders them to basically terminate unit three which asuka's in and shinji being like the yeah. coward kid that he's like the way she watches kid friends. that he is yes. <laughs> yeah basically doesn't fight and gets beaten up yeah and there's this new like prototype kind of program yeah. that they're calling the dummy system which is basically like pilotless a, yeah like an automated pilot for the avas so he deploys it in shinji's place and it just like obliterates obliterates unit three yeah and almost kills asuka and but how convenient that doesn't work when uh, <laughs> they really need it at the end, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. How you, convenient that it just refuses at the end. See, that's another thing that I feel about the dummy system is how I felt about um, Kensuke and Toji in the first movie. Mm. Where it's like, yeah. here's this point, but then it would have helped so much to explain it instead of just throwing this random like new element is that explained in the in the uh... the dummy system is explained in the movie it is in, or no, in, the I mean in the series yeah it is like what it is and how it how like, it functions how it functions yeah. like the details of it like it's that so... is completely gone overhead yeah and it like lasts like the, it like the dummy system happens like one episode and then it's like like it's a constant topic uh, until it's like revealed yeah. but here it's just like Oh yeah, we got shipped this dummy system. We just from, happened like, to have it. Let's yeah, just yeah. Try. Okay, why not? It's this new <laughs> prototype weapon kind of thing. And then, look, we can we don't have to use kids anymore. Yay! <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's ethical. Yeah. <laughs> and then Gendo's like, yeah, put that shit. So to you use. guys are doing unethical things consistently, <laughs> and you're okay with it. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> anything to save humanity, Lee. Anything to save humanity. So yeah, it is. It is like in this movie, just thrown out there to like meet the scene yeah. that it happens in you know because like even that whole brutality scene happens in the anime yeah. um but it does feel like they're to kind of expedite it or just to like feed it along you know so that's kind of a quip that i had with that um but yeah so asuka like basically barely managed to survive and then shinji quits being a pilot like for real for all this time uh-huh quote okay. On, quote okay. on, you know what i mean okay bro you know what i mean but then Right after he leaves, another angel attacks, 
And then I don't know if you remember Mari, yeah. who was there for like five seconds, Happens comes back, <laughs> comes back and steals Unit Two to fight this new angel. And she's some crazy ass girl. And, <laughs> I was like, dude, I love fighting. Let's go fight. Yeah, she's she's basically a huge outlier in the uh, series for sure. But um, she gets her ass kicked as well. Yeah, <laughs> and then she finds Shinji one way or another. And basically, when he sees conveniently, conveniently she just like, falls upon hey, the shelter that I he's knew, in. I know you, <laughs> and uh, they meet for like a split second because she like <laughs> falls out from the sky. Why? I don't know why she falls onto a school <laughs> where Shinji just happens to be on the roof. But you know, shh, 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 we don't talk about these things. <laughs> these things just happen in the universe. All right, and uh, so yeah, so Shinji witnesses. Ayanami, so Ayanami also gets deployed and tries to shove a nuke in this angel, yeah. but fails. And then Shinji watches her get eaten by the angel. Yeah. And then he like gets triggered and yeah. decides to pilot Unit One again. And then like all hell lets loose. So the conclusion is that he fights the angel, and then his will to bring her back from the dead awakens Unit One's true form. Into, into basically ascendant like being. ascendant <laughs> godlike being, yeah. which is basically kind of like an angel, yeah. and basically starts the third impact. Yeah, um, and then that incident gets called the near third impact, um, and that's how it ends. And then, did you watch the post credit? I did. Whatever with, uh, so Kaoru, who pilots Unit Six, comes from space and then shoves a spear down Unit One, stopping the third impact. And oh, that's it, what happened? He just stopped? He stopped the impact? Yeah, yeah. So, like, when the circle is in the sky. The guy sky, from the moon, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, he, like, basically kills, like, Unit 1 or whatever. And then stops him from destroying the world, essentially. Um, and then that's how it ends, pretty much. And, you know, like, he just casually calls uh, Gendo father and stuff, you know. <laughs> and lots ca- of casually, just you know, we just weird throw stuff. that out there. Weird, weird <laughs> scenes with him in it. So Kaoru also is um is a returning character as well from the mm-hmm. original series, but he plays an interesting role in the rebuild series. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we can kind of get that's like more theory related. You can kind of talk about later, but yeah. So that's uh two point two two in a nutshell. How how is this versus one point one one? How did you how did this fare? I think it still has the same problems as mm-hmm. the first film, like it never explains anything it has so much jargon people will never understand unless they've like watched the series before right like like the example we talked about with the nebuchadnezzar's key or like adam or lilith like they throw these like words around like it's nothing Mm. and expect the audience to know what that means and i don't know even even people who have watched the series i wonder like how much of that like has significance in the way that they watch the movie and like how it might predict whatever might happen or, or not happen, you know, because like, it's just like, they just throw it around so much that you like hear it, but it never really registers as anything important, at least because I don't know about it. Right. So it like kind of kills the uh, pacing, I think. And maybe there might be payoffs later, but from Number one to two, they ha- there hasn't been any payoff to any of that stuff. So uh, maybe three and four might pay it off later, but we'll see. Um, 
But I did like the overall uh, the story thread in this movie more than the first one. Mm. I think the Shinji getting closer to Ayanami and and the uh, Asuka and all of that um, stuff kind of being the main thread of the movie, I think helped a lot, especially in the end when you know Shinji is trying to help Ayanami get out of the uh, after the angel yeah. ate her. So. All of that, I think, kind of paid off pretty well. So I think in that sense, I think it did a much better job. Right. Whereas I think in the first one, it was just constantly like this uh, Shinji just not wanting to do it and wanting to do it. And it's like there was never really a good payoff there, I think. Sure. The payoff was him going and piloting it again. But it's like, dude, he's done that four times already. I don't <laughs> think that really like <laughs> makes for a good story, you know. Sure. Whereas this one is more like, you know, he, finally, he, he he's sacrificing himself for Ayanami for whatever it's worth right like yeah. he's actually finally like taking his own initiative to do something that he wants to do rather than like what he wants you know he wants to please yeah, yeah. his father that was his main thing uh-huh. but this action is more like he is something that comes out of his own volition so i think in that sense the story is you know much better in that way and i like the different like dynamic i think i think the inclusion of Asuka helped a lot because the <laughs> dynamic between her, like, you know, loud, like, spontaneous, honest yeah. honesty and, like, Shinji and Ayanami's, like, aloof personalities, like, it they, it, it uh, helped to mesh those things together. So I think um, she was a good addition. I liked, um, what's her name, Mari? The yeah. I liked her, too. But it was like, she just came out of nowhere. <laughs> like, she was in the beginning. And then yeah. she just like flies out from the sky and then she just pops into a pilot. So as a pilot. So it's just kind of like, okay, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, we're just going to introduce <laughs> random characters she, she, there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest thing is just they just don't have enough screen time, you know? Yeah, like yeah. if they kind of like had more screen time to develop them a little bit more, it might have been more like engaging for me to like understand like who Mari is or like who Asuka is or stuff like that we, like we already watched shinji and ayanami before so i think that made it more like relevant for me to yeah to like see how their like relationship progressed yeah but then like you know Asuka, Asuka like the character itself like kind of shows off herself pretty well so i think that's why it was more easier to like her mm. but then you know like mari in mari's case or like um what's the guy's name that the other kid? No, 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 no. The older guy who the, oh, the Kaji, Kaji, yeah. yeah. Like him too. It's like I don't really know who he is. Like I, I understand that he came from somewhere to help right. out, but like, what's his past and stuff like that? They never really like kind of go into that, or like his relationship with uh, Shinji and stuff like that. They kind of go into it, but it's like mm. I don't know what it's about. Like, yeah, really. what's that even for? Yeah. So, in that sense, I think. Uh, being like really being a movie, I think really does a disservice to mm. this this whole series <laughs> in general. I think <laughs> because I I like I see like that they want to do a lot of things, sure, and they're like really like just trying their best to like put everything in this like two hour frame, and it's just like not really like you know doing it. Sure, it's not jiving as <laughs> as much as you know it, they wanted to, which like you know like. The animations and all that is great. Like I, I still love it. I think in this one it might be even better. Like some of the um, shots, especially like that first angel that they fight, where Shinji is like, 
uh, running, and then he like goes and stops oh, it. Like the second, I think it was the second. Was oh, it the second one? Yeah, the second or third. Yeah. Anyways, like it, that's it, the coolest. Like once ever. it dies, like it like kind of like falls, like it's like a tsunami of blood. Yeah, and yeah. then like uh, it's it's like falls like some kind of like bird or like some like flower like right. petals, and then like it just like explodes and like a tsunami comes. But the animation's great here too. But uh, I really think that just being a movie really kind of mm. it's sad because you know you can see the effort and like kind of like what they want to achieve, but like. If they had more time, you know? <laughs> All right. I feel like they had plenty of time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the animation, that department is always, like, not a letdown. Like, mm. they're always, that's always spectacular to see, yeah. like, visually. Like, they definitely are perfect in that sense. But uh, in story, it's, um, yeah, it's kind of, like, it's kind of wishy-washy. For me, like, I, I agree with pretty much most of, like, all what you said. I think uh, Asuka joining into this movie really changed a lot and um i mean she's my favorite character um but also just in a service of this movie and a story like like i said she's so different from ayanami and shinji and pretty much everybody else that it adds like it really shakes up the dynamic yeah. between everybody and it adds excitement to the story even just outside of like you know the mech and the combat and everything because most of this movie is is character stuff Really, yeah. you know, and in that department, she changes up everything that makes it so much more entertaining and yeah. so much more, you know, willing to be invested into everybody and how those relationships. And like, I liked Shinji's character more in this movie too. Like, right. like the his, like change and the way that he's more initiative. Mm-hmm. Like he starts initiating things and like he starts talking to Ayanami or like he makes food for people and like right. those kinds of little things. I think really add to his character. And, like, you know, even when he met his dad for, like, a split second and, like, they start talking and, yeah. and stuff like that. And even I and I, too, like, her, like, deciding to, like, do the party for him and stuff like that. Like, the, those little things really add up in terms of development of mm-hmm. character. And I think that's why, like, this movie felt a lot better. Yeah. And, like, that's why it felt like the end battle had more impact and more meaning, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, that's the thing. Those are the things that, like really pay off at the end especially when when you're talking about like sacrifice and like things like you know like fighting for others and stuff like that which right. is like generally a pretty big trope in like anime stuff but but like it, it you need those things to make that ending like you know impactful and yeah. i think you know this did so much better than the first one in trying that yeah it definitely it definitely like is what you needed versus like you said before kind of going from the first movie where it was an ebb and flow of, I don't want to pilot, but then I go back into the robot. And it was like, why do you even care about Ayanami, like Shinji in the beginning? Right? It was like, right. like who who is she to you? Like, there was no real yeah, connection the, there. So it's like, I'm kind of like attracted to her, but why? I don't know. Right. That's like even, the only thing. Yeah. But then here. But then here, there's actually some kind of like development between those right, the two right. characters, which makes them more like. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can kind of see like where it's stemming from. Yeah. So, sort of, you know, their attraction to each other, why he kind of start to like her like you know he's always making lunch like them making lunch for each other was like the biggest thing like making meals yeah and also the aquarium scene yeah even just like the small like detail of like him like asking her like you know you know oh you don't like she says oh i don't eat meat and he's like oh like why don't you eat meat and stuff like that and like considering her needs or whatever right that kind of adds to their relationship so 
Right. And even Ayanami herself, like, is the most developed here. Because, I mean, from... She's entirely unchanged in the last movie. Mm-hmm. And then coming here, um, you know, she starts to become more yeah. human, per yeah, se. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, she starts to have feelings, like, finally, kind of, yeah. like, is starting to understand. Yeah, warm like, and fuzzy warm feelings and fuzzy. whenever I'm with Shinji, yeah. <laughs> and I love, like, the weird shot that juxtaposes, like, when she's in the kitchen and she takes out the knife from the sink and she has, like, the most deathly looking Yeah, hot, like, I'm going like, to kill myself or something. <laughs> but then it's like, oh, I was just, you know, trying to practice cooking yeah. for this very heartwarming dinner party that I'm trying to set up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all right, if you're going to go with that subversion, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think for me, what I desired most was character development mm. out of the last movie from here. And... um definitely gave me what i wanted in that department i was like this is this is great like it, it really kind of fleshed it out and yeah. introduced all necessary necessary characters i mean like i said asuka's great i will say like in when you pointed out that kaji you kind of wished you had more time with him uh i definitely agree thinking about it now because i mean he plays a huge part in the series i mean it, it's, it's more like like I see him with Shinji and stuff. Like, there are, like, scenes, right? Yeah, yeah. Where, like, they talk or, like, they kind of come together. Like, even, like, the vegetable, like, that growing farming scene. Yeah. yeah. Like, there, there are scenes like that. But, like, I don't know what the significance of their relationship is right. really, right? Like, there's no real, like, I don't know. Like, even in the very beginning when we meet him, like, at the airport and, like, he, yeah. like, talks to Shinji and, like, knows him. It's like... Like, how do you know him? Like, who is he? Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> he knows everything about you, yeah, but you like, know nothing about him. And the audience don't, don't know anything about him either. So right. it's just kind of weird to, like, have him as some kind of character that is relate. Like, is... He fits in somehow. Yeah, he but, fits in somehow, but, like, how? Exactly. And that's never really uh, fully, you know, Expired. explored at, in this movie. So I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, no, I mean, in the in the series, it's kind of the same. He's always been a mysterious kind of person like he's always been like friendly kind of like charming but there's always something behind the curtain yeah. aspect to him you know like there's always blatant secrets and things that he's hi- hiding mm. uh about himself and you know what his like true role quote-unquote is and that kind of characteristic carry over to the film but i mean in the series we have so much more time with him so everything kind of gets uh developed and explored and everything again explains by the end but here it's not, so it's it's always like elusive. Yeah, <laughs> and like like you said, it, it kind of doesn't work too much because again, he knows everything and everybody. Versus even as an audience, we don't really know like what his true motives are. Even with the relationship that he has with not just Shinji but also with um, Misato and Ritsuko, yeah, isn't as developed as it should be. Yeah, he doesn't know either like college friends. Right, right, and there's like. Some kind of jealousy between, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that. But, that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like surface level stuff. Like, yeah. oh, okay, fine. But you know, that's kind of something that you would want to, you know, pay off kind mm-hmm. of at the end. Like, what exactly was it really like? How how does their past affect like what their relationship is now? Yeah. Um, but it's that's like all of that is pretty much let go for the movie, you know. And like I said too, like there's even sort of developing character moments and bonding even with Shinji and him, which play kind of a big role in like shaping Shinji's perspective on things like, mm-hmm. you know, with like life and 
with people and such. Um, but it's like I said, like kind of like the loose that we know about him. It's kind of like weird. Like it's like he's it's one of those moments where he's just a piece of the puzzle. Like yeah. we're just gonna have this character pop like, in, like <laughs> preach to him a little bit, yeah. you know, and then pop out mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know, without any like real impact or significance to it. Yeah. So, but that, that's one of the thing I wish to is like, and you'll kind of see the reason why I say that. So for the next movie, you'll kind of see why I would say I'm pretty disappointed with that as well. And there's a lot of things that like 3.0 kind of like, hmm, what's happening here? Right. It's just like a lot of characters in this movie kind of feel like that. Or right. it's just like... I mean, it's go to. You know, right, like right. they're just there for the story rather than them being there because it's enriching the whole narrative, right? Sure, yeah. So I think that's kind of what I feel about some of the characters. Mm. Like, you know... The first movie to the second movie, like we never heard about Mari, right? And she just comes out of nowhere. It just kind of feel, kind of feels like, oh, so maybe she's just here because she needs to be in the pilot seat, like near the end of the battle. <laughs> well, basically, right? like that's exactly that is that's what, what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm. It just feels like they're like inserted for some kind of plot purpose, yeah, rather than some kind of natural manifestation of the story. Yeah, like Mari in particular is kind of like the essence of that. Because, like, we've never seen her before, even for the people that have watched the original series and yeah. followed Neon Genesis throughout the years. Um, Mighty just kind of, like, pops in and is this new character. And, you know, it, like, it's seeming that she's there to kind of add or bring in the new, like, story beats and elements of the Rebuild series mm-hmm. that we haven't seen before. Because, you know, it's not, like, a straight-up sequel to the series. Yeah. Or, like... Or straight up remake of the series either it's kind of it's it's really its own beast and so it feels like Mari popping up is kind of part of this you know what new take is the story gonna bring on but not like i said not in a naturalistic or like in-depth way that that really adds any impact to the story at all she's just yeah. there to like bring a beat to the next beat. and also like that moment when like Mari like decides to accept the corruption and like go into beast mode or whatever right like the logic of that is like never really explained and i <laughs> right, mean like yeah, like yeah. what what where is the logic of like because like shinji does that in the very first you know fight or whatever right like yeah like it goes into beast mode right like yes and no. but then he doesn't he doesn't control it but mm-hmm. like it just does it by himself right but then here she like actually decides to do it mm-hmm. right? So like how how is the how does that work you know like right, ne- right. never explain <laughs> stuff like that right you know you don't really get an understanding of like um what these avas are capable of like what their like limits are or right, what their right. like or what they are. Know, ceiling is or you know like all of that so it kind of just feels like oh whatever the author does or you know whatever <laughs> the you know director does yeah. is just what happens and yeah. it just kind of feels like it's not um grounded within the logic of the of the world yeah but it's more like uh i think we need to uh find a way to make her uh, <laughs> it's be like able to you know she's there and then you know she tries to fight it conventionally and it's like oh that doesn't work and it's like all right stage two of the fight like yeah. i gotta be more powerful and yeah. shows up with like this game breaking but it would be her. nice if there was like an under underlying like world logic to that right, right right but then they never tell you that so it just yeah. kind of feels like 
this cheap way of like <laughs> making the plot move forward. Right, right. <laughs> well, that's you know, because Marty is an interesting case in that sense, and that's kind of what I was getting at earlier. Like she is an outlier to like not only like the series and also to like in the story. Like yeah. even in the story, the characters are like. Who the hell is this girl? Like, yeah. not nobody even really knows where she comes from. Or yeah. Like, I mean, maybe she's operating with Kaji, but even... And why is it so easy to just infiltrate your your uh, facility uh, right. and just take the Ava? <laughs> like, come on. Right. But, you know, we like here, we never know who exactly she's working for or with or what her... Motives are. Motives are or why she's doing. But we know that basically she breaks every fundamental rule that there is in the story. Yeah. Like it's like like I said, I mean she's working outside of nerve yeah. and outside of whoever we don't and know her she covertly came Covert, into right. <laughs> yeah. And she you know, she leads on that she knows more than anybody else around as mm. well. And then like I said, when she goes to fight that last angel, she also like knows these secrets and tips and like how to operate an Ava outside then Normal boundaries. Exactly. That even Nerve know how to do because all even like all the operators are like, ah, we don't know what that was going on. Yeah. Like you like we know that like, the Avis have limiters essentially. Like something is like you know, there's always more to the Avis than we know. Yeah. Like there's always that they're more to them and that they're more capable of stuff. Yeah. And that they're being limited by the pilots. But or like there's never like an extent of what they can do. But here, Mari is able to unlock that willingly, like mm. you said, versus accidentally like shinji goes into berserk yeah. mode and the ava takes his like you know has a life of its own and goes ham whereas here she's able to do that you know by mm-hmm. the power of herself like she has a different connection with the avas and any other pilots and in the series like everybody has their designated ava because you have to synchronize with it yeah. so not everybody is able to cross but Mighty's able like has been with two avas so far yeah right she's been with five and with two just chilling just know? chilling you know <laughs> um and so it's like, how is she able to even do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? So she's always, even in the series and in the story, she's this new element, like, like I said, kind of pioneering a whole new sort of way of thinking of what Neon Genesis even is mm. in a way, you know, in terms of that. So she plays a weird kind of role in the series. Um, yeah, that she'll definitely be a point of topic for the next two movies, yeah. even as far as themes and you know in the meta of evangelion of like what exactly is a role to it because you kind of like it'll carry over of that feeling like does she even belong here in mm. a way you know what i mean because like she's there but then kind of like in her own lane all the time yeah and she just kind of like pops in pops out in that weird sense so um uh any okay so for me Asuka is my favorite, but my favorite scene is definitely her introduction scene, a hundred percent. Unfortunately, it's not the same as the series because her the introduction for her series in the, in the series that episode is great. She like so she's like shipped off in like a a um, a carrier, and then they have to fight like an angel that's like underwater. It's kind mm-hmm. of like a whale basically, uh-huh. and it's like super cool. She's like cloaked in a cape, and then she like. Unleashes the cake and unleashes the cape. She's like unit two. It's like super awesome. Mm. But here it's kind of expedited. She like falls from the sky and then she basically kicks the angel to death. Yeah. But 
definitely full of character and it's great. Definitely my favorite. It's definitely the most exciting. Mm. Um, I mean, what did you think of, of Asuka and everything? Because like here, what's interesting is that the biggest differences between the series and the movie for 2.22 is that once Asuka is kind of introduced in the series, right? She, the episodes kind of fall along. Like I said earlier, it's kind of like a cowboy bebop thing where it's like, Side plot, side plot, side plot, like story, story, story. Yeah. And then the main thing kind of happens in the back in the cultivates. That's when it kicks off. It's like once Asuka's there, it's like day in the life and then angel battle and then day in the life. And every episode follows that kind of routine until to the end. But here in the series, um, she plays a pretty significant role of uh, being introduced. And then she kind of modes into this new kind of dynamic with everybody. Yeah. And then the relationship between her, Ayanami, and Shinji kind of form. And it's like they're both, like, attracted to him. Yeah. Right? Like, they both kind of come. It's not even that they're competing, but. This weird love triangle there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not that Ayanami doesn't, like, she doesn't have the feeling of hate per se, mm -hmm. but Asuka definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like Ayanami. And, I mean, she doesn't like Shinji either just because he's, like, a scrawny runaway brat, but then kind of gets closer to her to him near the end. Um, and so when she kind of, like, gives up, essentially, when she decides to pilot a Unit 3 because Ayanami plans, like, the dinner date and stuff. And then, then she gets taken over by the angel, and then she becomes an angel. And just that whole scene is amazing to in the same way that like you feel about the ending where it's like oh it's so justified that he would you know that he would save her and that last fight scene means a lot this scene compared to the anime is so great because it leads up to shinji like getting close with asuka trying to get to know her and being like a co-pilot and then once basically he has to kill her like he really refuses not to but then is forced to yeah and then, like mentally sort of breakdowns and kinds of basically gives up being a pilot like it's it's like that makes a better reason to give up being a pilot than whatever the first movie was exactly as well you know it's like so, this definitely yeah. had a bigger impact i think asuka was a great character in, in this movie as well um i liked her development all the way until the moment when she starts talking like to uh misato like on the on the phone uh and like she starts telling her like the whatever her feelings. Right. Like, I, it's not that I didn't like the scene. I just felt like it was a little abrupt. Like it just came out of nowhere. Mm. Like it, it was a little like I felt like it's a little bit out of character. Like her character. Sure. From just the short like you know moment that we've seen, where it just kind of felt like she, I don't know. It 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 definitely felt like the. Like I'm gonna go die now, so uh, <laughs> I gotta tell somebody about yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, and it's not that it's bad per se, but like it just kind of felt like that a little too much. Where like I could see through right, like a little on the nose. Yeah, kind of, it felt yeah. a little too on the nose. Where like I could see through like the intentions of the person <laughs> doing it. Yeah, and it didn't feel as genuine, maybe. Sure. Like sure. as I would have kind of like thought. Um, I think the intention of it wasn't bad. Like right. like what it intended to do mm. but i think the way that it, it was executed might have been a little <laughs> too on the nose right but i th i mean like the character itself i think was the best addition to right. the story overall i think like you know like i talked about before too but just having her 
um, and her personality in the mix of the three characters and their relationship mm. really changes the dynamic in a way that makes it more engaging to watch. Yeah. Whereas it, when it was just Shinji and Ayanami, it was just kind of like, what are they doing? <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like they're both boring. Yeah, and, they're yeah. just both boring and both like, you know, not talking yeah. at all. And like, like they're still moving forward within, within the two characters. Whereas right, right. like, because of Asuka, I feel like even them two as, you know, characters and within their own two relationships move mm. fo- moves forward. Yeah, yeah. Because of like Asuka's jealousy or because of whatever it might have been, like that adds something to their relationship that makes it more interesting and, and pushes it forward in a way that yeah. without her, it would just wouldn't have happened. Yeah. I mean, they really bond as a family kind of in this mm. movie, you know, versus... However, the dynamic was at one point one one. Yeah, um, they really get closer to you know really being like a triad here. Yeah, um, yeah, like I said, it really kind of pays off you know for that fight scene as well. I mean, personally, I kind of go back because I kind of go back and forth myself because she adds a an like I said, amazing dynamic between uh, Shinji and Ayanami and kind of the movie as a whole. Mm-hmm. And I really wish that even on an individual level for. Uh, Asuka that they would have done more to kind of pay off like that scene like you said where yeah. she's sort of now she's like unveiling her true feelings yeah and, like like there was that little moment when like she like like sneaks into like Shinji's like bed yeah, yeah. and also before that when she kind of like is talking to her doll yeah so you, you get you get in a, a an but it's essence. not enough like it, right. it, like I feel right. like you need to develop that more for that like like her like opening up to yeah. Misato to really like yeah feel more natural you know and i mean it makes sense that they kind of did it that way um for like the future films mm. um because you'll, you'll kind of see but i really like it really would have paid off to see more of yeah. her individually just better sense of you know on an internal level who she is and yeah. kind of like what her struggles are yeah. you know i mean we get a glimpse that she's like her main thing is being self-reliant right yeah. like she doesn't want to be um she doesn't want to depend on anybody else. Yeah. Kind of prove herself for her own worth. But like you like I said, we get that essence, but it's not really driven Fleshed home. Out. Yeah. Uh, by the end of it. Cause I mean, like she goes through a change where she feels that way and she stays pretty much like detached in her own way from both Shinji and um and Ayanami, even in the fight scenes, right? Because like particularly when they have to like catch the that angel and then she stabs her yeah she's like upset with herself because she wasn't able to do it, do it by all. herself yeah. right and so but by the time we get to that scene where she basically dies like she's more opened up to uh shinji yeah. and we're not really iron because then they kind of fight in the elevator but you know she's trying to cook for like shinji but so. yeah like like even even during that like moment with misato and asuka like on the phone it's weird because she is like talking about the fact that she is self reliant and she wants to yeah. like be alone at, and like it's good for her to be alone. And then she's kind of like, but it was kind of nice to have people around yeah, too. Yeah, she's like, so it's like these other feelings are cool too. Like it's this weird like like um, wishy washiness. I feel right. like where it doesn't feel like um, it doesn't feel like uh, turning over a new leaf. It doesn't feel right. like a actual like change. But well, it's just like because it's like weird. cut short. Yeah, it's cut right. short. That's why. Like, like de- if they developed that more, then it would be more impactful. But it's just like, 
oh, I like this. We don't got time and for maybe that. Maybe I like this too. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like yeah, it doesn't feel as fleshed out as it needs to be for that moment to really like stand mm. on its own. Like I mean, I don't have too much of a qualm as like maybe you have because I can understand of looking at it as like getting there but not really there kind mm. of thing. Like it's teasing it a bit. Yeah. Like oh, she's she's finally starting to come over, mm. and then boom, like this happens. You know, yeah. like and she almost dies. So kind of leads up to a bit of like a conflict in that sense. Um, but I'm just saying like in comparison to the series though, like it is more driven home. Yeah. It'd have been nice to kind of see more of like just in a sense of like yeah. liking her character personally. So but um fun fact for that series for that one though. So it was not in the series, it was not Asuka piloting unit three. No oh, yeah. It was Toji who got oh. selected. Yeah. So like a huge difference with that was and I liked it better here because of, like I said, it flows with the narrative better. But in a series, um, Asuka's already around, but then Unit 3, like, four explodes, they get three, and then you They're find out. picking random pilots now, huh? <laughs> but you find out that everybody in the class uh-huh. are potential candidates. candidates to be children of pilots. And so they pick Toji to be the next one. Mm. And then Toji almost dies, and then that's when... Shinji loses his shit and he's like, I quit. I see. And then, so like that kind of flows and happens, which is like kind of like a shocker thing in the series, but it's like, eh. But here it's so much better because it's like you have this investment with the characters. Yeah. And that's why I like how they did that because it flows better as just in a film form. Or it's like, oh, I, I like how they placed that into this movie. Yeah, I mean, if Toji did it like, here, then like, you would have been like, what the, oh, hell? What the hell? We don't even <laughs> care about that guy, yeah. you know? <laughs> he came out for, like, two scenes, like, for, like, two like, seconds. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's funny, because there's, like, that shot when um, Kensuke is like, hey, did you hear about, like, they're going to ship a new yeah, Ava yeah, to yeah. the thing? And then, It's like, I want to be it. Yeah. And, pilot. <laughs> and then Toji's like, he eats the thing. He's like, oh, I didn't win. I was yeah. like, ah, I see what you did there. Like, you're not going to be the pilot for this one. Mm. And then, yeah, so that kind of runs over through. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was that was a nice addition, too. Anything else? Anything that you really liked? Any scenes that you really liked in the film, particularly? I like the, uh, I like the scene where Ayanami's like, uh, like the people like come into Ayanami's house and like, the pot is like kind of like overflowing and then she's just kind of standing there. She's like, oh, I guess uh, an angel attacked. <laughs> oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. It's like a really short scene yeah, yeah, right yeah. before the angel attacks where she's like. When Asuka, that's like when Asuka that, And when, when, when like, you know, Gendo like pulls the car The, the driver was yeah. like, <laughs> every yeah. like powers there yeah. turn around. I like that like little moment where it like, it, they don't even like say anything, but like that whole yeah. like pot overflowing kind of tells you. You know what it's about. She's like, "Oh shit, yeah, <laughs> shit, shit's going down." So shit's going down. That party is uh, uh, screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, you know, it's a very like just one picture, but it kind of tells you the whole story, right? The right. whole moment. Too, like, I like I liked um in the scene with uh her and Asuka in the elevator. Um, I forgot what happens before that. Oh, that's right after when Unit Two gets basically put into containment, and then she takes the elevator and. Um, Ayanami's there and they get into an argument about like the motives of being a pilot mm-hmm. and you can like see that she tries to slap her and they both have like the band-aids on their hands yeah. from oh, yeah. trying to cook for cook Shinji, for Shinji yeah. so it's, it's funny to see like like I said that's, like, a nice, that's a good moment too 
imagery wise it's it's like tells a lot as well yeah like those are like the things that i like yeah where it's like mm-hmm. those subtle things that you just kind of like can pick up right by like what they're showing you yeah like i said there's a lot of liberties that they took with 2.22 versus the trees that i prefer how this one really went yeah it really fits in just character wise with everybody and how they kind of fit relationship wise yeah what do you think of the ending though so when everything like the ending is like pretty drastically different from everything that we saw mm-hmm. it's like she hits the fan and it's like and Ava gonna turn into like I this kinda, angel godlike being and dude, then, like, i kind of expected that though to be honest <laughs> because it's like you know like where else are they gonna go like right. you know with the story and like they all like, all of that like conspiracy stuff is already in the background right. and, like they're talking about like you know the perfect being or whatever yeah. and like trying to like Unleash some kind of, uh, <laughs> you know. Anyways, yeah, but still, it's like not explained, and that's not explained you, at all. You definitely watch it, like, what is happening? Yeah, like, I don't, like, I don't okay. understand. Even like in the moment, like the sky opens up, and then the Ava's like descending into the sky, and he has a halo, and he turns like white, basically and, into an angel. Yeah, and basically, like the entire time you're just watching, and you're thinking, I don't even know what's happening right now like, it's more like yeah you don't know the context of it right, right. like you, there's no they don't give you any context of what that means and like they like the characters are like because ritsuko just goes back into like explaining it but even like i said it's jargon she's yeah. just like he's gonna turn he's like he's exceeded humanity and is yeah, like, like they start talking like, was in these yeah. in this weird like nonsensical language like words <laughs> make yeah, no like, sense to the viewer i hear what you're saying yeah i don't understand anything yeah Exactly. And everybody's just like, and Gendo's like, oh, we're one step closer towards our thing. And yeah, it's all part of the plan. Achieving goals or whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, so this was all part of the plan? I'm so confused. Like, it's all part of a plan to screw up that badly. <laughs> and then somehow get lucky. Right. Yeah. And it definitely, like, is a bit overwhelming in that sense, for sure. That's a, that's a common theme. <laughs> But yeah, for me, I do think this is the best overall. Um, there's just a lot of... There's like Asuka. There's just a lot of scenes that I really liked. Um, and just like even narratively, it kind of puts together. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'd rather go back to this than... Um, and you'll see... Did you watch the uh, the previews for like the next movie after the fact? Like the short like... At the end? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget about all that. Why? <laughs> like none of that makes it into the third movie. I'm just oh, gonna really? tell you now. Yeah. Oh. I was like, it's funny because I didn't even. I don't remember like watching the previews, and like when I saw it, I was like, Do I even remember this? All those scenes are not there. I was like, What is that? I was like, even What is with that? The eye patch? All of it. The eye patch? No, that's still there. <laughs> no, that's still there. But I was like, Wait. So she comes back live with an eye patch. That's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you saw, yeah, you saw in the previous. Yeah. yeah, she comes back. She's still alive, but I mean, she wasn't dead in the in this movie. Either, oh, she though. wasn't. No, she was like in the coffin thing. That like life, um, what is that term? Life support, basically. Oh, really? Right? You don't remember? She was like, it looked like a coffin, and there were like the red pillars. I don't remember it. Oh, you don't remember that no. shot? No. Yeah, they're like. Well, they I, think, I think I heard like I heard them talking about how she's like. 
yeah her um, mind got exposed by like yeah contaminated contaminated yeah and they don't want i don't i don't remember actually seeing her so i was just listening well you her. don't see her but like she's just in the coffin her. yeah yeah you'll see like the coffin that she's oh, in okay. whatever where like she's quarantined or exactly but it's you know suggested that she's alive she didn't mm-hmm. die where they won't let her go because she's like you know valuable specimen oh yeah i, I, I remember that she won't kill uh they won't kill her yeah 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 get rid of her whatever quote unquote so she's still like alive and she'll come back but but yeah but like those shots on the previews i was like what and even like they called it q like something q for the title but then they called it 3.0 by the Uh, end so they even changed that but yeah it's completely new like i basically heard that or i was reading up trying to figure it out but excuse me the original storyboard and the plans for the narrative that they had wiped for mm. the next, for what they ended up doing for the next film, so and it just goes into a whole new territory. I mean, this uh, this one was definitely more enjoyable than the first, and I think that also is one of the reasons why is also because um, I know the characters a little bit more, now, right? Yeah, you know? which probably helps a lot. Considering like they barely tell you anything, <laughs> or at least anything of significance where you can understand what they're saying. <laughs> right, right. It's like, hmm. Whereas, like you know, now I've had four hours with these characters, <laughs> so that kind of helps. Just a little bit. Just a yeah. little bit. What are your expectations for the next half? Um, I expect them to finally reveal what the heck the conspiracy <laughs> thing is going on. Um. Uh. Probably Shinji's gonna have his moment again of like, I don't wanna be a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's gonna realize, I am the one, I'm the chosen pilot. I am the chosen child. I am to be the elevated human or whatever. Oh, man. Uh, let's see, let's see. I have some points, topics here. Uh, so I think in the last episode, I said that it's so like there was like that moonshot that we got of Kaoru. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's not Adam that was the sixth angel or the sixth unit six that was behind him that ends up piloting. Just mm. wanted to clear that up because I thought it was Adam, but then I watched this. I was like, oh, wait, it's not Adam. Uh, it's just unit six. Uh, so pre- they have pre-armor. another unit on the moon? That was so, like, at the post credit when he like throws the spear. Yeah, he's from the he came that, from the moon. That right? was that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the moon child. <laughs> um, I guess I can break down. So, do you know what to you? What is the second impact? Like, what do you know so far? Because I kind of broke it down in this. I movie just know bit. that it was the thing that happened when, and then like half the humanity died. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's just what, <laughs> I remember, what I remember actually from from what they said. Yeah, pretty much like. Um. So in the I don't know if it was north one of the poles I think the South Pole, um. So Lilith is there, and basically, like, there was, like, some research going on, and then they got into contact with it, and then it caused, like, this giant explosion that was the second impact. Yeah. And that's, like, you could see, like, the aerial view. The creator-looking thing. Yeah. And so, like, all those were, like, the angels or whatever. And basically... See, you say Lilith, but I still don't even know what Lilith really is. Lilith is the... uh, Is she like the first angel? The first angel, yeah. So Adam is nothing? Adam is the... I think Adam is the second Because they don't even mention Adam here, right? In this movie? In the movies? I think they do. 
Yeah. I gotta I gotta go back and see when. I don't where. think so. They only talk about Lilith, I think. I mean, they definitely will in the third one. Okay. But I'm trying to think if they, because that's a Kaoru thing. Not Adam. Yeah, like you'll learn. Like he'll. Wait, I have a question that. though. Uh. You know that dinner scene with Ayanami and uh, Kendo. Yes. Remember the dinner yeah, yeah. scene, and she like says stuff, Belong. and she's like, "I," and he's like, "I do every single time." And then, like, right. Ayanami's face starts to change into the mother or whatever. Ah. 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 Something you're starting to pick up there. Weird stuff, man. And that he calls Unit 1 Yui, which is his wife's name. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh? Yeah. Ah. Uh? Some weird stuff going and on there. Also, she's a test tube baby. Yeah. Ah. Uh? Exactly. Ah. Uh? So they're all children of Gendo. <laughs> <laughs> now we're turning the incest territory. Let's pause for a what second. What do you mean? Well, they're children of Gendo. Why is that incest? <laughs> well, if like I and I like you mean like literal children of Gendo? Yeah. Well, then if Ray likes, I mean, if Shinji likes oh, Ayanami, that, uh, yeah. then there you, that, no, no. there you go. There you go. Let's not go there. <laughs> hey, from what I've been watching, no, 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 no. That's the logical conclusion. No, 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 no. She doesn't I'm, call him dad. Doesn't maybe she doesn't know it's dad. No, 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 no. Um, yeah. What was I gonna say earlier? I forgot. Oh, but Lilith is the um, in the first movie that the angel that's like sitting on the cross below the geo front yeah. that they're trying to keep safe. That's Lilith. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like you know, is she like what? Right. What significance does she have? <laughs> is what I what my question is. Right. You know? Like, the I, first... I see her. I understand that she's there uh-huh. and what she looks like. I just don't know like what is that? what her role is in the whole thing. What you know? is that? Um. I really don't know if I can explain it here. Nah, you don't have to. I'll, I'll, I'll hold off. Movie. I'll hold off. And if I still don't understand by the last time. I will have to explain it, I think, still. <laughs> if you don't look. Unfortunately. But maybe maybe you'll pick it up. Maybe. It's hard to see. Um, These movies are definitely not newbie friendly. Not what? Oh, movie friendly? Newbie Newbie friendly. friendly. Yeah, no. It's funny because, like, even I think I feel his intention was to obviously retell the story but in doing so making it stand alone on its own legs uh-huh. and therefore like being able to bring in new, new audi- audiences but like watching it you're really not doing a good yeah you know, you're doing a disservice to your new audience <laughs> it does. by not explaining anything you know <laughs> like i get it like it's the conspiracy like it all happens sort of in the back and it's it's hinted and you take chunks and chunks but it's it's so it's still so ambiguous and it's still so like it's so loaded sense. with words that make right. no sense yeah. when you watch it for the first time that like it doesn't it's not yeah. going to click yeah. with an audience because they don't know what these words mean right right it's too symbolic of like you know religion and yeah. and you know uh just like all these things like because i do know like because i am christian and i i right. have like understanding of some of these words like, I have a general idea of what that might mean. Right. Like, understanding within the context of, like, biblical, you know, whatever. Sure, yeah. uh, you know, 
but stuff, it, but context, but like it's still not like of the anime and the right, story here. Right. The world here, it doesn't. It make has sense no of, like you know. Yeah, you can't connect. It's one not to a one to one correlation exactly. there, so you can't really make assumptions about stuff. Exactly. Know? Yeah. It's um yeah, that's like probably a big growth. It's you know it's interesting to like piece together and figure it out, but it's a big growth for me to be like, well, it'd be so much like you never give us an answer, so it'd be. It's like we're always guessing. Yeah, essentially, like we're, we're just guessing. Like I don't, I get what you're trying to do and like symbolism and like this series is mainly metaphorical and thematic. But like you're clearly feeding us into this grand universe, and that there's is sort of a story here yeah. of like series of events. Yeah, you never give it to us. I think this is like the, there, there's a difference between a good story, yeah, and like good lore. Right. Like, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. what what he's trying to do is like incorporate For, lore. Right. But then he's by doing that, he's not really giving us a good story. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Right. Whereas like I like the story about the relationship between Shinji Asuka and Ayanami way more than the lore that he's pouring into this movie be- and yeah. not being able to understand what that is. Right. right? Yeah, we care more about that than, like, why is the world going to end? Right. And, like, <laughs> that's the hard part. Like, doing, like, incorporating lore while making the story good is mm-hmm. hard. All right. Right? And that's, I think, the problem of this movie where, like, like it did a better job <laughs> in telling a good story than the first movie, but still needs a lot of work in incorporating lore and making the story coherent and good. Right, right. Yeah. So, I kind of leave it at that. Um You'll you'll kind of get a better sense of lore in the other movies, but I'll leave it to what you see. Yeah, hopefully. But um, a lot more gets uh, resolved. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Sean has this very like you know tense like uh oh <laughs> look mm. to him. <laughs> He's mm. like maybe third one's not it, bro. Third one's not it. <laughs> Ava, man. <laughs> Ava, man. It's uh, it's interesting. It's um. Be prepared, I guess. You, you know, know, one thing that I have to get it off for for um, this uh, series in general, I think it has it's very unique in in mm. its kind of like outlook. And I know, like it's 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 pretty old, right? right. Comparatively to you know mm. other animes, and I can see the possible like influences that other animes might have had from right. this. Right. So, yeah, I think like. I mean, I guess I'll make this point now. It's kind of like a, a last episode point that I want to make. But for me to look at Ava to be sort of, it's like enjoy it or like for it to be a proper series without sort of like the holes and everything. It's just this like, it's just Hideaki Anno's like story. Like mm-hmm. it's just an anime. It's just his perspective on like life and sort of like, you know, a theme that he had portrayed through like, even like this anime called mm. Evangelion, you know? That's why it's so like discombobulated and symbolism and like themes and, you know, like essentially, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It's why like Shinji's goes back and forth and then has this and he follows a clear sort of like line and perspective on life and other people throughout the series and stuff. Mm. But like, like I said, like in the lore department and stuff, like all of that kind of falls flat. And that's why it's better to look at it from like his creator's perspective mm. versus like just the anime in that level. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's something that I kind of support 
um, by the time I watch the next two. Yeah. But yeah, so next week, 3.33, 3.0, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> uh, you cannot advance, I think. No, no, no. This, you cannot uh, redo. this one was advanced. Advance. You cannot redo the title for the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll see you then. Again, it's all on Amazon for anybody that's just tuning in. See you there. Peace. Bye.